Welcome to the Mind Your Autistic Brain podcast, hosted by Social Audie. That's me, Carol Jean. Today is the third episode, and I cannot wait. I met today's guest online in an autism group we're both in a few months ago. She posted this incredible video that she'd made of herself, and it was so beautiful and really spoke to me. I immediately reached out, and we just started talking online. Sarah has become one of my best friends, and we are so much alike that we are constantly laughing at our similarities. We're both ASD, we're both ADHD, and dyslexic, so you can imagine our fast conversations that change subjects and gears at lightning speed and are infused with incredible graphics, gifts, memes, and other visuals. Sarah is the light in my day and the laugh that makes my side hurt. I can't wait for you to meet her today and hear about her autism journey and a bit about being a mom on the spectrum. So let's get started. Welcome to Social Audi. Today, I am so excited. I, we are being joined by Sarah Ferguson. Sarah is from Texas, and she is here today sharing her autism journey and her story with us. And I am so excited because I saw a video that Sarah made a couple weeks ago, and I immediately connected. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so amazing. I have to talk to her. <laughs> so I reached out, and Sarah so graciously said yes. Sarah, I am so excited to have you here with us today and sharing your autism journey. Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm from Texas, like she said. <laughs> um, I'm a mom of two neurodiverse, you know, yeah, neurodiverse children, and I've uh, been a stay-at-home mom for about five years. Um, we do a lot of crafting and all that fun stuff, and I, I try to advocate for my children and for other um, autistic individuals in the world and all types of other neurodiversity. Oh, Sarah, that's amazing. So my first question for you is this. Share with us your autism story. So how old were you? How did you discover you were autistic? Oh, where do you even start with that question? I'm pretty sure I knew my entire life, but never had a word for what it was. My story is like most, I'm sure, that were, um, that kind of found out later in life. I was 27 when I met one of my greatest friends, and I'll let her story be for her. But long story short, we met at a wedding, and it was um, just greatest best friends at longest deep conversation instead of sight <laughs> so <laughs> she was actually in her, her wheelchair rolling around and we just were talking and everything and second time we hung out she actually told me that she was autistic and I was like I have no idea what that is but I um and I was kind of ignorant honestly I was like I don't what do you have to like look a certain way to be autistic? I've never even heard this word before. Why haven't I not heard this? Um, so I wanted to be able to understand her and for her to kind of be understood on that. It seems like it was important for her to tell me. And so, you know, like most of us do, I went home that night and um, 
do what most of us do with the word autism and research, research, research. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. And little did I know that would be uh, on to a whole nother journey for my life. But of course, you know, I let like about a year and a half go by before I actually got back into it. <laughs> That's um, normal. We tend to all seem to have that same thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's just we're like, oh, that was really interesting. That was a lot of good facts. And like, I'm kind of too ignorant to think that has to apply to me because like, whatever reason. And, but it'll be helpful because, you know, I'm, well, I'll be friends with her now and sh- whatever. So, um, yeah, so I I think that I ended up, you know, looking back into it later on and really needed to understand, like, some of my sensory uh, processing issues and stuff, like, as a mom and uh, he- my sensory, <laughs> the hearing one, <laughs> that, in that sense, um, uh, I was having a lot of complications with and just uh, being a parent, and I think a lot, like, a lot of most mothers find out with their children, um, or when they have children, you're not just working on your routine, your schedule, like getting A to B for you. So it's a whole other ball game. And while I maybe somewhat could have lived a little easier before them, I still struggled a lot. And with all these things my entire life anyways, but then having kids and having to have work on their rigid routines and everything else, I was like, I, I just couldn't even function. So um, I had to find out why. And, and that's what kind of kept leading me back to autism. What were some of the things that sort of you processed about your life when you had this new information about yourself and sort of how you're applying it now with kids and, and sort of how you're taking that all in? Um, well, while I was really happy to have a word that made sense for basically everything that I do and all my odd, weird perkiness and definitely probably collapses in friendships and who knows what else, you know, just totally lost on a lot of things. Um, but also all my fun things and my creativeness and just everything, um, that I like to do and like to look into, uh, it was um, it was just nice to I guess like have that, but also I had think I had been given so many other words my entire life of what I wasn't, um, and probably not in a positive sense. And so I was thankful to have something that that was good. Um, but I do feel like I went through sort of a grieving period of my childhood and teen years and was also really confused as to why I didn't have help in school or why it slipped through the cracks. Um, I had very mixed emotions about it, I guess you could say. And um, what I was happy about was that I could leave that behind and let go and be be myself, finally. <laughs> uh, no more masking. Uh, just to be free and be my true authentic self. And I think that that was very hard because I am one of those that's like an expert masker. I'm still like the oddest person, you know, but just when it come to the, came to the masking part of things like uh, I seem to do 
do good at it until I didn't. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm totally, totally in the group, totally doing the things, and then just like, what just happened? Oh, okay, we're not all friends anymore. I don't even know what's going on. So, boy, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, like just totally lost. Um, but just to have a new, a new start, a fresh start, you know. When you got to that point where you said, okay, enough's enough. I'm, I'm not masking anymore. I, I, I know who I am. When you went through that, like I had people that were in my life that were so used to me behaving in a certain way that when I said, that's it, no more, it, they stepped back and they, they, some people were fine. And some people were like, wait, I don't know how to handle this. This is not the person that I thought I knew. Did you have that happen with you? <laughs> I'm just over here like, emotions, they're all there, but I don't know which one to pick right now. Um, <laughs> you know that feeling? That's a yes. <laughs> um, and it was really hard because uh, I think that's why, uh, especially with the friend that I made that's also autistic, uh, that I wanted that understanding for her, but I, I think that's also because I wanted it for me and, you know, I don't know my emotions. So it seemed like easier to figure out for her. Um, but I just went through that again with, you know, with friends and stuff. And I was just like, something's not right about me or like something, just something, because I've gone through this my entire life. Like what, what am I missing here? Because I obviously don't want to continue this pattern. And patterns are fun. Not this one. You <laughs> 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 definitely see the patterns. <laughs> yeah. And uh, honestly, it was it was with those that I would least expect that I would have to go through some of those things with um, family members and stuff like that, that kind of had a hard time with understanding that, like, I was autistic, um, even knowing what that is, uh, and just being able to accept me for me telling them, and like, this is what this is, this is me, this is a, you know, whatever. Um, it was really difficult to explain that to them and then them not want to either contradict me, say it could be possibly other stuff in my life because, you know, I'm human and I've gone through trauma also. Uh, autistics can go through trauma. Yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of it. <laughs> like if anything, it's more, I was more vulnerable. I fell into more traps. I, you know, like I, I didn't get things. So, you know, or I was the person that they sent to do the deed and totally didn't know it was a bad thing. Have you ever seen Edward hands? Come on. So like, yes. I think everybody just related to when you said that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've all had that experience where somebody said, Hey, why don't you go do this? And you're like, okay, sure. And then you look back on it and you're like, Whoa, that yeah. was so good. Yeah, I didn't get it. And um, just instead of, I guess, like having that like acceptance of, okay, oh, well, you know, I think there was maybe like one or two people and, and they weren't super close to me at the time, but uh, we've become closer because I just was like, wow, you know, I don't have to explain like and have all of this information for you to actually believe me. And that really hurt. I think I went through a lot of uh, depression and loneliness uh, throughout that time because I was like, okay, I went through my life, obviously, with all these other things. And now I know this. So having that help and um, love and care towards it versus just 
you know, hey, you're full of crap. Are you sure? Are you going to get, do you need the diagnosis? Are you going to get the diagnosis? <laughs> you know, whatever. Instead of just like, let me be there for you. I believe you. I, that's all I ever wanted to hear. And um, some people came around, which makes it better now. But yeah, definitely made it harder. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it definitely does. But it's such a blessing when you do have those people in your life that just go, great. Okay. So what are we going to do tomorrow? (laughs) Yeah. You know, and they're like, (laughs) what do you, or do you want to talk about it? I'll listen, you know, and it, and they're not passing judgment and they just sort of go, okay, I love you for you. It doesn't matter. And then I'm almost wanting to question them because I'm like, you're not questioning me. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) I don't understand. Can I ask you questions? Cause you're not questioning me. Like, Okay. All right. Okay. That's it. All right. Oh, that's way less stress. That's way less stress. That felt nice. <laughs> all right. So what was the best thing that you've learned about yourself or a thing that's made your life better with the knowledge that you're autistic? Um, let's see. Let's say, uh, I started, uh, looking back into it and started, also started sticking out to me about my, um, about my children. But I think, uh, looking back into my childhood and memories, um, but also having the tools that I needed, like my headphones and my glasses and all those things. And I didn't find out I was dyslexic until I found out I was autistic. And I already knew about the ADHD stuff. That's, you know, that's just, there but like I wasn't able to learn about why I need audibles sometimes or why I just need tinted glasses why it's hard for me to read a book versus using the tablet all of those things and so like it just gave me like a giant duffel bag of tools I'm just like carrying around um that helped my life and helped me to be a better mom and just for me to be more at peace each day um but uh I think also just learning that uh, I'm not a complete failure. So that's definitely. No, you're not. You're pretty Uh, amazing in my book. I think different and that's okay. And um, a lot of how I think makes me who I am. I'm creative, smart, and determined to a point to no end. (laughs) I relate. Just pretty. So. I think that's such a great point. And I love that that you say, I've got this backpack of tools now. Things I didn't know before that now, you know, you've got your headphones, you've got your glasses, you've got things that help make your life easier and better. And I love that because I think that was something that as late identified, so many of us have sort of figured out some things. You know, we kind of tweak our daily lives to sort of, we're like, we found by default that this helps us, but we're not really sure why. But then it's like, once we know why, and we know a little bit more, it's like, all of a sudden we've got this toolbox and it's pretty incredible. I'm like this spinning chair. Yay. Yes. <laughs> I love yeah. those things. I, I was yeah. watching a video of myself and I noticed I was like rocking and moving. I'm, I'm like, like okay. I can't do this. We're all scoot away. Oh, wait, here I go. Here I go. Going back over. <laughs> I know. So I had to like swap my chair out because I was like, okay, I got to not 
rock all over the place because somebody's going to be on the other side going, I am seasick. Would that girl stop moving, please? <laughs> and I'm like, look, it just is what it is. The chair is, is spin, so you're supposed to st- spin, spin in it. It's not like stim in it, spin. <laughs> it's like so soothing. It's really relaxing. I love it. <laughs> That's another big thing is like just the stimming stuff, um, you know, being able to, because to, rocking is one of my, you know, and I picture like, you know, on the movies and stuff, the only time they ever show someone rocking is they're, you know, uh, in a place where, you know, they would be doing that and <laughs> for the best reasons, you know, they're not like, Oh, this is just an autistic person stimming, you know? Um, but that's one of my biggest stims is rocking and squeezing my hands. I don't actually like to squeeze stuff. I figured out cause I can't, I feel like, I don't know. It's just, I can't squeeze it enough, but I like to feel my fingers on my, my hands like that. And so I don't, I don't, I just that whole fear of rejection has been like lifted up completely off my shoulders. I think that's one thing that I struggle with so much. And now I just am like, I can do whatever I want. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. it Or odd or like, Oh, like I'm sitting here going like this. (laughs) And I just am like, whatever, you know, it's fine. (laughs) I feel better. I love that you made that point. It's that you let go of that fear of rejection. And I think that that's been a really big thing for a lot of us who are late identified is that, you know, for me, I wanted so desperately to be accepted because I didn't know why I wasn't. I didn't know why I didn't fit in or why I didn't get something. But when I figured out who I was, then I was like, there's no fear. You like me or you don't like me. And I like me. So it's okay if you don't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and honestly, this year, the word that I had, because I, I, I started doing the whole pick the word for the year thing or whatever, last yeah. year, great. definitely needed that one. But this year, my word for the year was acceptance. And like, I had gone, you know, through all the stuff the year before with stuff, but I just, I hadn't quite gotten to that point, you know? And so, but it was acceptance just for like myself, like who I am and, you know, all those things, um, go figure. But I think uh, it's because for the first time in a while in years probably since childhood um I can be that little girl again and I remember one thing that both of my parents said whenever I started asking them about my childhood is that I was a little girl who marched to her own beat and didn't care what anyone else thinks and that is not who I've been for most of my life now because of trying to cover that up and you know, I know that the world can take those things away sometimes, but we can get it back. And so now I love myself even with, you know, some of the struggles that I have and I accept those things too. (laughs) Um, and just some days I'm wearing all black and sometimes I'm rainbow dash and going off in the world, you know, just (laughs) flying around. (laughs) Know how that works. Well, this kind of leads us perfectly into the next question, which was, what has been the hardest or the most challenging part of your autism journey and how have you embraced it? Um, I would say that the hardest thing uh, kind of goes back to what we talked about a little bit was feeling like I was alone and that most people didn't believe me. Um, yeah, I had to acknowledge that what I believed was what truly mattered and that what that deep down that was the truth. 
Um, I struggled extremely with being a mom and I'm pretty big on sensory avoiding. Like my daughter and I are the same way with that. Like we're not, I want a sensory seek when I can control it, you know, but I think with ADHD too, it's like, it's just, everything's too much sometimes. And, um, I, I just like to, so anyways, so with being a mom, uh, uh, that movie that's what is, what is it called incredibly close extremely loud or vice versa either way all of those um i feel like uh that's that's my life most days <laughs> um incredibly close sounds spot on on how i feel uh just being a mom and i would love and i love what i do but my senses are like spider-man and it's hard to handle. I struggle with everyone's routines and trying to keep things together. I have to continue to shift my focus on positivity, uh, love who I am and um, help who I can strive for peace in myself. But I fear less now, again, about rejection and conformity. It's just, you know, but having that tool bag, I mean, there's days where I don't take my headphones off all day and they're mostly for at home. I can still hear my kids, guys. Don't worry. It's not, <laughs> you know, it's just, that's one of my strongest senses. I feel like I can't sleep mostly because of that sense. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it, it, it does like have its struggles. I think with kind of like, even when I found those things out, you know, it's like, okay, well, I didn't find that out before I was a mom. I'm I'm probably finding this out because I'm a mom. (laughs) So, you know, and I hate that kind of, um, but at least I'm not alone now. There is people that accept me, believe me, they're there for me. Um, I have help. I have friends that come over, you know, sometimes and, um, you know, come to hang out on routine days. You know, they come the same day every week. They work with me on that and they understand that that's just how our friendship is and that that's okay. Hey, that that right there is gold. (laughs) I heard this, this, this phrase one time and I thought, man, I am loving that because it's so true. You vibe with your tribe. And I thought, oh, that's so true. Cause like my friends that get me and they're like, Hey, we know that you have to do things in a certain way. We can't just spring it on you or just drop by, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And that happened. I think that was like the most out of the breaking up of the friendships and things before. I mean, I'm not saying I wasn't a part of it. Not that I knew exactly what I was doing. (laughs) And it's not necessarily their side of all everybody's fault. It's not, let's blame all, you know, whatever. If someone doesn't know you're autistic and you don't know you're autistic, there's a big problem. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) There's an elephant in the room. You know, I mean, it's like an elephant that like, like got combined with another elephant or whatever, like it's two elephants, you know, because like nobody knows and you don't know why you're so frustrated about it. You don't know why you're annoyed that y'all were having all these hangouts. Y'all were getting together every other weekend. It was like almost like a routine that you didn't even know was a routine. And then all of a sudden, like they drop out because they have, you know, their lives go different ways. And it's not that you don't want their lives to them to be able to do those things. It's just that you're like, but what about me? Routine. But this was our day, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I would get frustrated and I would not understand why they didn't understand that. I didn't understand (laughs) a lot of misunderstanding. 
obviously. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like that old, uh, there's like that old thing about the blind person and they touch the elephant and they describe it. And it's like, that's their one thing that they're describing to the other blind people. <laughs> and I was like, that's how I felt sometimes. I'm just like going around in the world and it's like, I'm describing this very specific thing that I'm all about right now. And the other people are like on the other end. They're like, I don't, that's not what I am. That's not what I get. I don't know where you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if anything, some of them were actually that way too. I mean, they yeah. were more introverted than me even, which is pretty introverted. I mean, I didn't even know that I was an introvert. Okay. That's how far off I was. <laughs> so, you know, but they probably don't know it about themselves either. So it's like, we're all just in this little pod, you know, getting shook it up blah, 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 and then it explodes, you know, it's like, just all try to figure it out <laughs> in the middle of the confetti party. Yeah. So what is the one bit of information or a specific tip that you want to share with other late identified adult autistics who are listening today so that they know as they're starting their journey, that this is something that could help them. Um, well, here's where my nerd comes out. <laughs> I love your nerd. I started watching Sailor Moon once I like started trying to go back and dive into my childhood memories. And I'm like, I see it all now. It's all there. Like, that's where I got my morals. <laughs> but as Sailor Moon says, I'm Sailor Moon, champion of justice. On behalf of the moon, I will right wrongs and triumph over evil. I will punish you with her super annoying voice. I hate it, but like, I really like the show. I'm sorry. Um, and so with that, <laughs> I have always been the one to stand up for the bullied. Um, probably not myself, but you know, <laughs> and I want to show others it's possible to other overcome low self-esteem and other hurts to have perseverance and love every bit of it. And no matter what other people tell you to know who you are, love that person and you are worth it and so much more. And I also say that, uh, you may struggle but you're not enough and you may be misunderstood, but there are people out there who will love and understand you. And most of those people are probably going to be online. It's fine. You know, if that's how it starts, whatever, or that's a, whatever. I don't like leaving my house that much anyways. <laughs> um, but there are people out there. I think that a lot of people feel like they're never going to find that, you know, uh, but even me, I have a couple, but it's just, you know, sometimes it's still hard. And I've found a lot of community online or like from groups from people all over the world. So don't give up. Um, and, uh, sometimes, um, for me, the lights are too bright, but it hurts, but I've also realized the colors are so bright and detailed and that can still be beautiful. And I can draw, I can stem, I can dance everywhere and feel like the colors are just flowing all around me free to be me. I got my wings back. Not literally speaking. <laughs> I do not actually have wings. That would be cool though. <laughs> I have some wings. Just, like keep going. Like it's so like, I've wanted to give up so many times. I'm like, <laughs> squeezing. <laughs> so many times. Like I was just so tired of all of the, but being put down with like this whole journey and like going through things. And I just wanted to keep giving up and I would for just a second. But, you know, for a lot of us, that perseverance personality is real deep in there. And out of all the things I lost, thankfully, that is not one of them. <laughs> um, so just to keep going. 
Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes! Yes! Sharing your story and your your journey and the things that you've experienced because there are so many other people out there who are online and they're here with us today and you are the voice that they needed to hear. You said something that connected with them in a way that maybe I haven't or that somebody else hasn't and you've just given them that courage and that hope and to know that the perseverance and reaching out and who you are is perfectly fine the way you are. And you just embrace it and just love life and let go of that fear of judgment because you are amazing the way you are. Sarah, you have been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. (laughs) 